Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy, founders of the Anti-Aging Clinic in Water Hill, Florida, where the alternatives matter. Now here are your hosts, David and Stephanie Tippy. Younger Radio. This is Stephanie Tippy, and I am broadcasting live from the Anti-Aging Clinic, Aging Younger Anti-Aging Clinic in Tamarack, Florida. My husband David and I can be reached at 954-742-4430, and you can find us online at livelonger123.com. Well, co-hosting with me tonight is no stranger to Aging Younger Radio, and I'm really excited about bringing Renee Colston uh, back on the show because she is a one woman that you all want to learn from because she is the face of The Animals Are Waiting, and that's why I titled the show The Animals Are Waiting. For more than 25 years, Renee has been successfully utilizing her natural healing gifts professionally with the animals as well as with people. Uh, Through a sequence of extraordinary events in February of 2000, Renee encountered the new frequencies of reconnective healing, and her path changed from then on. Renee's passion for this work, her warm heart, and generosity of spirit are often inspiring and create empowering experiences for those who interact. So I am really grateful that we have had such great interaction uh, from people responding to the social media posts about this evening's post. I know we have a lot of listeners. I have a lot of people in the queue who are going to uh, come in on us and share and blog with us tonight on the Reconnective Healing with Animals. And that being said, I'd like to bring Renee in because I know she's waiting with bated breath to get her breath out. So, Renee, welcome to Aging Younger Radio. Thank you so much, Stephanie. It is really great to be back, and my heart is just already filling with overwhelmment that people are going to share their stories with others. And, you know, I always have to have a weepy moment when I start. I know. And, and, and you know, for all my listeners, uh, when I read her little bio, what I said comes from my heart as well because Renee is a very compassionate person and especially when it comes to the animals. And you have to meet Renee to to see it. You, you, you feel it when you, you're just within her environment. She just transmutes that energy. So, Renee, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have you back. Thank you. You know, I wonder if people are wondering what we're talking about when we say the animals are waiting. Can I just give them a little insight on that? What they're waiting? I, what are they waiting for? You tell them, Renee. That's baby. Oh, thank you. Well, they're really waiting for us, humanity, to wake up and and wake and become aware that they are sentient beings and they have a reason and a purpose for being here. And they're really waiting for practitioners of reconnective healing and people who carry this light and information to reach out to them and share that love, that light, and that information with them because they are evolving also. 
So we're going to be really talking about reconnective healing with animals today and the Reconnective Animals Program, which is one way that we go around the world and bring this information more fully to the people all over the world, that reconnective healing works with animals as well as it does with people. You know, Renee, um, since you've been on the show, it's been about a year, uh, we have grown tremendously. Our audience has grown, uh, and we are very close to 140,000 global uh, listeners. So thank you to our listeners for being loyal and being here. And that being said, just very briefly, Renee, let's bring the new the newbies, if you will, up to speed as to a brief explanation of reconnective healing. I know you just threw out light and information, but just a little bit more. Okay. Well, it was 1993 that Dr. Eric Pearl, who really founded this work, had an experience where he began interacting with these new levels of frequencies coming in from the universe for the first time. So it's a newly accessible bandwidth of frequencies available on the planet for the purpose of healing and evolution. That said, it is much different than the energetic healing modalities that we are accustomed to for eons of time. As you know, my background is Reiki for 11 years before I stepped into reconnective healing, and I can tell you that it is completely different. It is not a technique. It is free form. It's hands off the body. It's been researched in laboratories all over the world. And one of the astounding things that they did discover is that with energy healing, when you are in the presence of a person doing the healing session, your hands have to be fairly close to the body, either on the body or in the etheric body or very close to the physical body. With reconnective healing, the interaction with this new level of healing actually expands as we move further and further away. What happens when a person is interacting with these frequencies is there's a huge field effect. The field, of course, is that which connects all life in this plane of existence. It's what makes us all one. There's no separation. So when a person who is interacting, a practitioner, who has learned to fully access these frequencies, steps into the healing equation, they're not sending energy to the person or to the animal. They are simply interacting with this frequency and these frequencies. And because they are present with the frequencies and their intentions on the frequencies, the field expands with this energy, light, and information. The person or the animal basically entrains into that energetic spectrum and goes into a healing session. So we're not focused on what is wrong. We are not putting, we're not treating symptoms. This is about wholeness. This is about evolution. This is about the next level of humanity and all life on this planet. In a nutshell. And that's what makes it so very, very special, and that was a very nice, short synopsis. And for those people who really want to become more well-versed on the reconnection and reconnective healing, Dr. Eric Pearl has written a book, 
and it's the reconnection, heal others, heal yourself. And Dr. Pearl was on Aging Younger Radio just a few weeks ago, and you can go into our archive shows. I think it was on the 19th of April. I don't remember, but just go on to the On Demand, and you can find that show. It was a very, very good show. So, Renee, you, being the animal lover that you are, you have been. You took this this concept that you you yourself stumbled upon in the year 2000 and you with your awareness and your acuteness uh, to uh, to humanity and your your involvement with the animal kingdom you were able to bring these uh, these frequencies and move them into the animal kingdom so that the animals as well can have the benefit of these frequencies right that is correct. You know, there's an interesting um, study that has been done with these frequencies. In fact, I have to just take you for one, like, 15 seconds into a book called The Field, which is by Lynn McTaggart. In that book, she mentions a study by a biophysicist from Germany by the name of Fritz Popp. He did some research on cancer cells some years ago, and what he was doing was um, determining how much light DNA within it within cells transmit and receive when there's cancer. Well, they expanded that research to another level to do research on overall on segments of, of humanity, period, to find out what is the baseline of humanity as far as what level of light does humanity transmit and receive. And what they discovered, of course, is we're not all the same, but there's a baseline that falls into humanity. And then they did a little more research on people who do yoga, people who pray, people who do healing work, people who are natural healers, people who are, you know, involved in spiritual things. And they discovered that there was a second baseline of humanity, and that baseline of humanity was transmitting and receiving more light. Then when Eric Pearl came along, and they were studying it with how this in, these frequencies interact with the DNA, they discovered that there is a third baseline in humanity, and it is us, it is those that have interacted with these frequencies that are transmitting and receiving more light. Well, another part of that research that Fritz Popp did and other researchers was figuring out baselines of varied species on the planet. Well, they might not be the same as humanity, but DNA is DNA. DNA transmits and receives light. So the concept with reconnected animals and with taking this energy, light, and information out to the animal kingdom is also to share this with them, and they become like omnidirectional lighthouses because they transmit and receive more light as well. So does plants. What was your DNA very... DNA. I'll say that again? I said, and so do plants. DNA is DNA. And so they've done a lot of research with DNA, with stem cell research to find out, you know, what's the difference, how does certain um, healing modalities affect the DNA, what's different between different healing modalities and reconnective healing with DNA. And there's very specific research on that. There's a whole book on that. And there's a lot of research also on the the Reconnections website, which is www.thereconnection.com. So that is the piece that expands the mission of the Reconnection, 
bringing these frequencies into as much many of the hands of the human populations as possible. Well, the animal program expands that mission to include the other citizens of the planet because when you think about it, there's 7.1 billion people on planet Earth. There are over 100 billion domesticated animals alone. That does not include animals in the wild. So imagine I didn't that realize, we are, yeah, I they're didn't important. Realize. 100 billion domesticated animals. That's domesticated, right. Those are, you know, domesticated, which means they depend on people in some way for their food, for their shelter. They're told when they're going to breed, when they're going to, often when they're going to die. Those are domesticated animals. And then, of course, there's all of those in the wild. And you know what? We're not limited to bringing this beautiful work to domesticated animals because you don't have to be next to the person or the animal to do it. If you run into a wild animal that's injured that would be dangerous to approach, you know, you're pretty limited with a lot of the other energy modalities because you can't approach them because we are actually connecting through the field. We put our attention on the frequencies, we put our attention on that wild animal, and there is a connection that happens. And they begin to receive the frequencies. I, I, well, I don't want to tell my own healing story. We have lots well, of Well, let me tell, because you, you helped my cat before I actually went in and did the seminar last year and uh, became a, a reconnective healing practitioner. You remember when I called and asked you as a favor, and you did. You were so gracious enough to do a long-distance session on my Sinatra. And my Sinatra has changed dramatically. He is no longer the shy little cat boy that would stay away and and not mingle with the family or his little sister Callie girl and he is one of the most loving little cats uh, walking around and he struts around like he owns the house hmm. and I, I attribute a lot of this to uh, the session that you did and since then I have done my own sessions on him and my little Callie but he is I more so. he, he's more receptive to the healing sessions than uh, Callie is now, well, you know what, that's the point. I mean, the point is anybody can do this work. It doesn't take any kind of spiritual discipline. It doesn't take oh. any kind of special diet. You don't have to be a meditator. You don't have to be, you know, this, anyone, anyone can access these frequencies and learn how to interact with their own loved ones, their own pets, their own friends, or they can go the next step and go out into the world and be a foundational practitioner to bring this work professionally into their healing practice. It's pretty amazing. And I'm glad you brought that up because, Renee, I think it's a good uh, uh, right now to just mention that there will be seminars coming up in May uh, in Miami. So uh, it's not far from South America. It's not far from uh, the uh, the mid-Atlantic states, and even uh, last year when I was at the seminar, there were people who flew in from New Jersey and New York to take the seminar. So the the reconnection team will be in Miami from May 9th through the 12th. And I know on Friday night is going to the May the 9th is the Essence of Healing presentation. And on Saturday and Sunday, the 10th and the 11th, is the um, uh, level one, which is the essentials of reconnective healing. And then Monday and Tuesday, the 12th and 13th, is level two, reconnective healing foundational. 
practitioner program. So there's three different levels that people can uh, choose from depending on where they want to go with this type of modality. Right, Renee? Well, Friday night, let's make sure that people are aware that that is open to the public, and we welcome everyone to come in and hear about this work and then they might decide that they want to go ahead and go forward and actually go to either just learn how to begin to access these frequencies for their own their own life and their own loved ones and they may even decide to go on and become a, a full foundational practitioner but friday night isn't really a level it is an introduction and as you know a lot of stuff goes on, on at that friday night presentation and there's demonstrations and often Spontaneous healings happen in the audience uh, most often. Let's say yes, yes. They do bring. They do bring. I've volunteers. never been the one that didn't. You know, I, I've never. When I was there last Friday uh, last year on the Friday night, yes, they did bring uh, people up. They even uh, Eric even brought a young uh, child up, and it's amazing to see the children and how the children react and how they can interact with these frequencies a lot quicker because they have not been damaged by the environment. They're so young, and they're able to access these frequencies. Uh, but real quickly, exp explain level one then. Well, level one is where people begin to learn how to access these frequencies. And, you know, I think what a better idea is because I know we've got people waiting is to, to just have people either listen to Eric's full explanation of the work and also go to the website because what you get in the seminar is fully defined there. And I, I really don't want to breeze through that. I want to give people a full opportunity to go read all about that. All right. So you – I know you did a lot of work in producing this show today, and I know you brought together quite a few people who are in the queue to speak online, people who, have, uh, who are practitioners and or uh, the owners of the animals who have received healings. And I do have a caller in the queue with an area code of 623. You know who that is, correct, Renee? So that I, would be Emily Ray. Uh -huh. Okay. I am yeah, going this is a good story. This I'm is an amazing thing. This just happened. Okay, let me bring Emily in. Emily, can you hear us? Hi. I can. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Where are you calling us from? I am in um, uh, the southeast corner of Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona. Beautiful state. It is. Well, so, Emily... What are you going to – I know Renee is very excited about your story, and uh, yes. she told me a little bit about it, but I, I'd like to hear it from you because uh, okay. I, I know you, and, and, and it's going to be a uh, – it, it's a, a, really an unsolicited story. It is. It's quite quite a um, phenomenal story that needs to be shared. Okay, so, so please – can I – can I start out with a little background so people can understand? Of course. Um, no, tell us so, your story. Okay, so I have um, a roommate, Raina and uh, Tyson, and they have um, owned this horse um, for about four years, and they have been training them to become a competitive rope horse. And so they had just sold this horse, Cash, to a professional cowboy in Canada to hopefully be his next Canadian finals rope horse and at a tune of a lot of money. 
So, but the, oh, the man said, said Emily, not, how much was how much was it? They they um for twenty thousand dollars they um purchased cash, but he could not come and personally pick up his new horse for a couple weeks to make the long trek back to Canada. So in that two weeks, he was still on Raina and Tyson's care, which also happens to be my house. Um, and so last Thursday, Cash started showing signs of colic, which for people that may not know, colic is, you know, intestinal discomfort in horses. So, and they, and this is, can be quite common. So, and being expert horse people, they gave him banamine, which is like a, almost a painkiller to ease the pain, and they put him in his comfortable stall and thought that that would be the end of it. But later that night, we came back from dinner, and he had been obviously rolling in extreme discomfort. The drugs didn't work, and they took him to the emergency vet clinic that evening right away, and after examination, the vet... Um, did a rectal exam and actually went in and felt inside the intestines and he had the dreaded actual 180 degree twist in his small intestines. And when you get that kind of diagnosis, that really only recommended emergency surgery to actually go in and physically untwist the intestines because only about 5% of all horses with this diagnosis actually will survive and untwist on their own. And so the surgery is extraordinarily expensive, and the new owner was not willing to put out this money on a horse he only owned two weeks. And Because and, even after the surgery, there chance of really surviving and becoming a productive horse is, you know, almost a 50-50 chance. So I do think it's risky. important, Emily, I think it's important that people know that that surgery is $10,000. Okay. Yeah. Well, and most people do Because we save issues. a lot of money with reconnective healing. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Emily, so, so Emily, so they didn't want to do the surgery. Who, what was, what happened next? So then they, um, the vet basically, these were his exact words, said keep them drugged and keep them up. They didn't want them rolling more and twisting more and pray to God for a miracle. Those were the vet's exact words. So then, so then um, they stayed up all night with the horse watching him, making sure he didn't lay down and roll. And Friday, uh, the next morning, and mind you, the the horse still has not eaten or passed any feces um, since that afternoon. And when a horse doesn't eat or drink, it's, they're doomed. <laughs> so then, mid-morning, um, they had convinced the new owner to um, give the horse fluids, at least keep them hydrated, and let's, you know, let's just, aside from surgery, let's at least give this horse a chance, you know, because once dehydration sets in, then you have a host of other problems. So they, the the vet came 
um, back out that morning, and when Rain, when uh, the vet got there, he goes, oh, Raina, I was certain when you called that you were asking me to come and put the horse down. And, and so they did a, um, what's called a belly tap to check the protein levels in his intestines, and they, the, um, the protein levels were spiking, which means the tissue was um, on its way to dying, which means, like, the blood and stuff from the twist was not circulating in the intestine. So he was um, definitely not doing any better that morning. And so I knew that, um, you know, the, the work that Renee does with the reconnection, that I had to put a call in for Renee. And I think Renee got around to some sessions in the early to mid-afternoon. And by Friday evening at 5 o'clock is when Cash started making a turn for the better. And after he, he, one he passes. What's that? Emily, after one session? Yes, yes after one session. One session. Friday. One session. Friday, and he, Tash, actually started passing feces and drinking on his own. Started after he passed, he um, started drinking, and so uh, Raina um, decided, okay, no more drugs, because it's a catch-22 with the drugs, even though it makes them more comfortable, it actually slows things down in the intestines. So it, you're making them more, more, more comfortable. You're not, but you're almost contributing to the problem. So um, Cash, by that night, was nibbling on a handful of hay and drinking. And um, before we went to bed, he had passed two more um, feces. So the vet... Let me ask you, Emily, how is Cash today? So anyway, um, the vet says, I don't know how or what happened, but you truly had a miracle here. And now Cash is actually has been transported to county. He's now with his new owner, and um, he has no signs of this ever happening. I mean, he's back. He's now um, on pasture and grazing, and and completely comfortable. That is beautiful. It's really, I mean, I know that the vet doesn't know what um, work was done on him, but his words were a miracle truly happened, but we know that. Well, Emily, maybe it's time for the vet to learn a little bit more about reconnective healing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, you know what, the the other part of this story, of course, we haven't seen yet, but with these frequencies, because it goes into the DNA, and it actually can evolve the DNA, bringing more light and information, a, a better um, level of transmission and reception of light, it actually improves peak performance. So we've seen this on athletes. I've seen this over and over and over with racehorses and, and show jumping horses that yeah. they actually run better, jump better, rope better. So we're gonna we're gonna stay in touch with um, Emily about yeah. Cash down yeah. the road and, and see what his 
of course, he was a champion anyway, I'm sure, because Tyson trained him. But <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. we, I can't wait for an update on how Kathy's doing, Emily. Thanks for sharing your story. Emily, oh, thank you so much for coming on and sharing that story. Uh, oh, and thank you. I'd love to hear back uh, as to the outcome of cash. And, Renee, to piggyback on what you just said about uh, increasing and enhancing peak performance, in the video, in the chat room, I put out a link that Renee so graciously sent to me before the uh, show started, and it's a, a, a very short clip, 10 seconds I think is the max, of a 17-year-old mare, 17-year-old, okay, mare, after a reconnective healing session. And I, I sent her back, I shot her back a real quick email. I couldn't have asked for anything better. I've never seen an aging younger horse before. So this is great. Well, there's a lot more to that story because Boof is that, that's an Australian horse, and Boof had a bad accident. She fell in the horse trailer. And they used various treatments on her, including acupuncture. But... You know, nothing was working, so her owner, Shelley Wright, who is now a practitioner of reconnective healing, wasn't then, um, felt there was something else to try. So she contacted Julie Jara out of Sydney, Australia, and it was 10 days later. So Booth could not trot or canter after that accident since, so that was last June that that happened, and I don't know what the timeline was, but 10 days after Julie Jara did reconnect the feeling on Booth. And by the way, it was from a distance. Um, that video was taken. I so. think it's great. I encourage my listeners to tap into the chat room and just uh, at least uh, save the link to this 10-second uh, clip. And let's move along because I, we have several other people that you were, uh, wanted to, to, them to share their stories with us. And right now we have area code 518, and I believe uh, that is Jody. Yep, so that's going... upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to bring Jody in. Jo- Jody, Hello. Welcome... Yeah. Hey, Jody, welcome to Aging Younger Radio. Hi. Hi. You're you're from my great state of New York. Yes, I've moved. I've li- I lived here now two years. Where'd you come from originally? Connecticut. Okay, so you're not too far. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, okay, so Jody, uh, I understand you're a practitioner. Yes, I just completed it in March um, of, of of this year in um, at Kripala in Lenox, Massachusetts. Wonderful. Welcome to our wonderful uh, family of reconnective yes. healers. It, 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 we are family. Uh, there's uh, no two ways about it. And I, and Renee tells me that you have, even though you're new, you have two amazing stories to share with us. I do. And I also want to add that Jody has a therapeutic writing facility up in upstate New York. So she's going to be really making a big difference on this planet with people and animals. Uh, uh, mostly for children, that. Jody. Yes, it's children and adults with special needs. I work with a lot of autistic individuals. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So may we hear your stories? Sure. I will start with um, my horse, King. We'll stay with the horses. Um, I got King about two years ago. Um, He was about to go to auction, and I needed a larger horse for my um, students that were in the higher weight range, and shortly after getting him, he went dead lame and was at stall rest 
for a good couple, at least a month or two. Then it happened again, um, so it's happened twice, and the vet said it was going to cost hundreds of dollars to get x-rays to find out what was wrong with his hind leg. It probably was his stifle. So is anybody eager? My first thing was, let me try this out on my animals. So I did two, two sessions on King, and not sure of how it was going to turn out. And um, the next day, I had my daughter get him tacked up, and I was walking him down the driveway, and all of a sudden, I realized he's walking taller. He's picking his left hind leg up. And I went, no. So I said, <laughs> so I said to my daughter, watch his foot while I trot him. This horse trotted. He's 15 and was acting like a 25-year-old prior to this. He, he, had, he had this, this prance to him. And I said, let's get him down to the ring, and I want you to ride him. He rode like he never was on any form of medicine because they had put him on Prevacox. So he was, and then I said, now I want you to canter him. He, the, the thump that you would feel of the uneasiness of the canter was gone. He moves like he was never in pain. We brought him over trotting poles. He didn't miss a beat. It was phenomenal, phenomenal when I watched this. And I was so happy because I was afraid that about three months ago we were facing whether or not I was going to have to put him down because the leg had gotten so bad. Oh, my God. And 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 so it's been three months since the session and he's been up and... No, I just finished it a couple of weeks. I just did it two weeks ago. Okay. And he is, and he's moving this well. It was three months ago when he he had his last relapse that we weren't sure if we were going to have to put him down. Oh, my God. Now, that is a miracle. That's another beautiful miracle story. It is. Yeah, so he walks very proudly. He acts like he's about 10 years old now. He's very inquisitive. And it was interesting that... While I was working on him, my other horse, Caden, like came up like right beside me, and then there's other horses on the farm, and they all like found themselves coming into the barn and all like went into this this like this trance, like they were all like zenning out. It was so it was so amazing to watch these horses just go into relax, and I probably had five or six of them like all around me. Well, we have a word for that. It's called entrainment. So when we are interacting with these frequencies and where our attention is the highest form of the work is one-on-one, so Jody's attention was on King, yet there's a huge field effect because she's producing this light by putting her attention and interacting with the frequencies. And then King is receiving, and he's transmitting and receiving more light, so he's got another impact in the field. And so there's a connection that happens with all life, and it keeps going and going and going. That is how we're going to reach critical mass on this planet with light and information. And that's why this work is just so incredibly important, and it's so important to get the word out. Jody, for time's sake, could you please tell us your second story? Um, it's our 10-year-old um, German Shepherd. He has had, always had, he's had hip problems where he's had trouble climbing upstairs, getting downstairs, you know, like would just lay around and not do very much. So I had actually done three sessions on Indy and happy to say that he now plays like a seven-year-old. He's picked up his favorite game again of tug of war. 
and my husband is in complete amazement, who was a skeptic. He was like, really? So as Indy plays Chase running from one end of the house to the other, he is, he, he, he's in disbelief at how this dog now acts, not like the 10-year-old sore dog that he was, but one who's very active and healthy and very, very happy. Oh, that is nice. That is, I wish I would have known uh, about reconnected healing years ago, but at least I know about it today, and I'm able to implement it here in in my clinic, uh, and uh, where we do help a lot of people with the natural uh, aspect of healing. So, Jody, thank you so much for sharing this. Uh, Jody, can you give give us a shout out of your full name? So, if people are looking for a practitioner up in upstate New York or from a distance, that they know how to find you on the practitioner directory. Yes, it's Jody O'Connell Pancos. It's hyphenated last name too. O'Connell. And if people go to the practitioner directory at thereconnection.com, click on practitioner directory, go to the state of New York, put Jody's name, or just scan the practitioners, and you'll find her. Thank you, Jody. Thank you very much. Again, thank you for coming on Aging Younger Radio, and thank you for sharing your story. And I hope I have the opportunity of meeting you one day uh, during one of these uh, seminars that we all so happen to love. Yes, thank you very much for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. You know, we have another caller I'm going to bring in in a few minutes, and that's Deidre. Deidre's from Las Vegas, so please bear with us, Deidre. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to ask my listeners not to go away. You are listening to Stephanie Tippy, Renee Colston on Aging Younger Radio. Look your best safely without surgery. We offer non-surgical facelift treatments complete with professional skincare products utilizing magical copper. The anti-aging clinic shows you weight management and body contouring, all safe and non-invasive. Turn back the hands of time with growth factor spray. Antioxidants are our first line of defense against aging. Our professionals can scientifically verify if your vitamins are working with new laser technology. Get your score by calling today. longevity will follow. The brain and endocrine system control your body, including things like weight gain. When your hormones are out of balance, your body cannot function properly. Call the anti-aging clinic and begin to age younger today. Call 954-742-4430. That's 954-742-4430. We are back. This is Stephanie Tippy, Aging Younger Radio, and thank you for staying with us. And uh, Renee, I'm going to bring in your friend and practitioner, Deidre. What? Her name is and Deidre. Can you hear us? Hello. Welcome to, yeah. Hey, welcome to Aging Younger Radio, Deidre. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I just made it back to Las Vegas. So perfect timing. Wonderful. Welcome back to your uh, home state of uh, Nevada. So, uh, Renee tells me that you became a practitioner in 2012. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. I went down to Phoenix and I uh, went through classes with Eric and the whole team. It was fantastic. And you attended the animal workshop, I think, as well, right? Yes, I did. I'm, a, a, I'm such an animal lover. I had to do that. And actually, I still work with a lot of animals, uh, doing reconnection with them. So what is your special story about Dusty? <laughs> Dusty is my dog. He's a Shih Tzu. He's uh, 11 years old now. 
He was born with uh, his right leg turned in with a birth defect that um, didn't bother him too much when he was really young, but the older he got, it started bothering him really bad. About six years ago, he didn't even want to walk anymore. So after I did the reconnection and I got um, attuned to the animals, I went home and I started working on him. I did one session on him and it and took him out for walks and he started just perking up. It was just amazing. So I started working on I did two sessions on him and just kept working on him and his leg. Within three sessions, he was out walking. He's actually running which he didn't like to run at all. And so, so what about the physical? Was his, uh, the deformity where the, the, the bone was turned, has that corrected itself? It still it, it has not turned back to normal ways, but it doesn't bother him at all, where before he wouldn't, I mean, he just would not even want to go walking, you know. He'd just stay at home or... You know, and I have two shifters, so we'd always want to take him with, and he would be the slow one and would want to go. And He'd just sit in the middle of the ground, actually. Just sit there. That's so I'd wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So today he's have... doing really well. He's, like, walking, and he's going with us on long hikes. He's been up in the Black Hills and hiked, like, three miles. Doesn't bother him a bit. He's been into... Um, up into Sedona and the Red Rocks, and I mean, he goes everywhere with me now, and he does hikes. So that's great. Yeah, I'm very, very grateful. We can count that as another miracle. Yes. Do you have any other? Do you have another animal healing story? You said you you work with other animals. I do. I was thinking about it when I was listening earlier. I did work on a horse um, two years ago here in Las Vegas. Um, the horse had gotten into bob wire and um, had cut his front leg so bad that, that that she really thought that they would have to take it off. And um, she called me up, and I went out there, and it was just it was really nasty. And I worked on him for about an hour, and uh, all the other horses come around just like they all do. They get in that trance. Uh, worked on him for about an hour. Um, she called me the next morning and said that the healing had what it, the healing had closed up because it was wide open. I mean, you could see bone. She said it had closed up, and that the healing had really started. Just it just was like instant. It was amazing. And so I I started working on him, uh, distant work, and uh, within three. Three days, it is, it, the, all of the the infection was gone, and within a week, she was out riding him again. That is amazing. Uh, these, are all mir- was, yeah. these are all miracle stories, Renee. The, this is a tremendous group of people that you you have brought to the show <laughs> to share their stories. Um, thank you so much, Deidre. Do you want to? Are you? She's not in the directory listening yet, Stephanie, but uh, I wanted to say if people would like to get in contact with Deidre because they're in the Nevada area or Las Vegas area, they can contact me and I'll see to it that they get her phone number. Oh, that's okay. great. Thank you. Yeah. Because right. I don't need hey. to find. Deidre, thank, thank you, you so much. 
Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, and um, I love your show, so thank you so much. Well, oh, don't be a stranger. Come back. We air every Wednesday. Okay, I will. Thank you very much. Okay, talk soon, sweetie. Thank you. Thank you. See you again, hopefully. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Renee, so these are incredible stories. So, they are, um, aren't they? Yes, well, you know, um, they're, they're, they're a handful of multitudes of healing stories globally. Yes, and I would also Amazing. want to find time to for you to talk about the little gecko later, and we'll bring that up. But uh, you, we have somebody from Northern California, Anna DeRosia. De She's waiting to come in, and I would like to bring her in. Anna? Hello. Welcome Hi, to you. Hi, Renee. I wanted to tell um, the story about our cat, um, Yermaya. I might be cheerful, but... Um, she had gotten, um, she was our only cat, and um, so when we moved on our farm, we are in Central California, when we moved on our farm, she was now in a position of having to share her life with other animals, and um, she had gotten herself in a pretty bad state over that situation, and so we took her to the doctor, to the vet, and he couldn't find anything wrong with her. We spent $450 that day trying to find a way of just, you know, what what was wrong? Was it nutrition? What was what was happening, you know? And he said, I can't find anything wrong, but she's so sick that I think we should put her down. And we said, no, we're going to take her home. And so as soon as we got home... Um, we called Renee and told her that she hadn't been eating for three weeks and uh, we've been giving her water and what we could with a syringe just to keep her going. And so Renee said, um, you know, send me a picture right away because I can tell this cat is passing. And uh, we did exactly what Renee said to do. We got on the email and gave her a picture of uh, Yamaya. I have and, to, um, can I interrupt for one second, Anna? Yeah. I want to make it clear to everybody that it doesn't require a picture. But um, to do a healing session, that's just for my presence and focus of mind. I like to see what an animal looks like, just so you know. Okay. Well, what had happened was is that we only had a few minutes, and you said you only have a few minutes, and the doctor had said this cat is going to pass in a couple of hours. And um, so there we were holding uh, Yamaya, and um, within an hour, Yamaya got up, had water, and a few minutes later she ate, and she's been perfectly fine ever since, just being with the other animals, living on the farm, enjoying her life. I mean, it was just it was just a miracle. I mean, it really, my um, daughter-in-law was kind of freaked out about it because she knew that the cat was dying. And to have the cat totally recover just, just about freaked her out. <laughs> Nobody else was going to use the energy in that direction because we were too elated with having the recovery of this cat you know i mean she was part of our family so um and renee had done the same thing to a um to a goat that we had months later and we didn't send a picture at that time but um oliver had gotten a uh, bladder infection and um since then there's and renee totally took care of that and since then Oliver has never had another bladder infection from the uh, healing so Renee thank you so much for Anna, coming into our lives I'm so appreciative oh, thank you uh, let it's me ask you how old is Yamaya 
How old is Yamaya? Um, she's 12. She's 12. Wow, you are blessed. You are blessed. And we, I think we are all blessed that we have Renee. Renee, what is Oh, my this, God, yes. Renee, this is a great time for you. This is a great time for you to give out your contact information, please. Animals are waiting at msn.com. So it's A-N-I-M-A-L-S-A-R-E-W-A-I-T-I-N-G at msn.com. And, of course, Anna has her whole family advocate animals. Her son, John, is a beautiful soul who just brings in goats and snakes and bunnies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a a lot of – I think I'm on John's speed dial. Mm-hmm. Listen, Renee, we have 12 minutes. I would like, this is a okay. great time to bring in the story. Now, people who are listening and people who have access right now to the website and, and see the pictures that I posted on the, the page for this show, there are several pictures I would like Renee to give some descriptions of what was happening because they're awesome. Let's start with the goat, Renee, the goat. Okay, well, that that particular picture was taken at a gentle barn event a few years ago. And, of course, we don't know what that is. Up in the right-hand corner, if you're going to go look at that picture, there's a double, there's a twisted thing midair. And the that picture was published in After Dark Magazine, which is an AM coast-to-coast radio publication. It was, anyway. And the Jean Noel was the journalist and she called me and she said well eric said this was your event do you know what that is and i said of course i don't but clearly it's interdimensional and it has direction i don't know but the interesting thing and of course they had they had really cut the picture they had, what do you call it cropped the picture and i said gene did you see all the other stuff like coming off the goat's feet and all this stuff she said no we were all focused on that thing well, if you look at the picture and you look at the goat, you will see that the goat that is in front of the practitioner wearing pink, that the goats, there three of the goat's legs virtually have disappeared, and in their place, coming specifically off where the legs are, are double helix bands of light, and they are going into the planet. And if you look at the ground, you'll see sh- light shooting across the ground, and you'll see another D double helix formation sort of bulging. I mean, it is a bizarre picture. You know, we've had that photograph has been looked at by professionals, and because the pattern repeats itself throughout the picture, they really cannot say it's some digital anomaly. You know, like, it wasn't a thread on the lens, okay? That was something that was going on because of the frequencies. And the other thing, of course, that showed up were the orbs. So that's the goat. I love that picture. I love that picture. And I want to talk about the little gecko, but before that, I forgot, and shame on me, I wanted to say, Anna, thank you so much for coming on Aging Younger, and hopefully you won't be a stranger and you will frequent our shows again. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Anna. Love you, Renee. Love you, too. Now, there's another picture uh, that I put out that Renee so graciously sent uh, to make the show even more interactive, and and it's a picture uh, of a little gecko. And uh, I don't a, know if it's a gecko. It's a lizard from well, they're 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 from Malaysia, and of course I want to know what was that 
lizard from Malaysia doing in a glass box at PetSmart. And the guy assured me that it wasn't he, they're farmed here. But anyway, so PetSmart is a place where I go, and it's it's very entertaining for me. I take my dog and I go to PetSmart. So the lizards are always very interesting, the birds, the fish. I always visit all the animals when I go through PetSmart because, you know, they all need light and information. So I was um, looking in that atrium, and those two lizards were, I wasn't even sure they were alive. I, I wasn't sure that they weren't rubber because they were so still. But I thought, no, why would they have rubber lizards? You know, so I started interacting, and they both became really alert. And the one, <laughs> the one that's in the corner, he went into wild, wild registers. So for people who don't know what that means, under the influence of these frequencies, sometimes we see demonstrated with the physical body, the person or the animal in front of us, that they have involuntary muscle group movements. It cannot be controlled. You can learn more about that by looking at any Eric Pearl YouTube posting, and you'll see him demonstrating with people. But the the lizard started the his feet. He stood up on his rear feet, and his front legs were wildly just going all over the place, and it was just fascinating. And the guy, the cashier, came over and he goes, "What are you doing?" And so I said, "Well," he goes, "I've never seen a lizard do that, not ever." I went, well, you have now. So that was a lizard thing. And, you know, I do have one more story that I want to buzz through really quick from Italy because we want people to know that this work is international. And we have opportunities all over the planet for people to learn about reconnective healing and the reconnection and and how they can find a practitioner by going to the directory. And we have practitioners all over the world. So, because I don't, I want to, I don't want to lose, run out of time. So, can I just go through this one, no, 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 Stephanie? No, 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 this is from a lady um, from Italy. She's a practitioner, and she actually will be coming to the animal workshop. The next animal workshop is in Cologne, Germany, on April 30th, and she'll be coming to that. But in the meantime, while she was signing up for that regist- registry for that seminar, she wanted to know if I could do a distance healing on her dog, Moosh. So I did one distance healing on Moosh, and she says, I see Moosh walking easier today than the other day. I imagined that you did the session already because I see him much more confident in walking. He suffered of artrosis. I don't know what it is. That's his Atrophy. Atrophy. Oh, atrophy. Okay. Oh, that's a typo in there then. Atrophy. Okay. In his back, because she's got an S, not an F. Okay. In his back hips and a trauma in his front left wrist very painful he could not stay seated on his front leg and sometimes especially in the past month he was also suffering that also do she speaks italian and i think she's writing in english so um so suffering that also doing his needs was very hard he seemed to be also older than he was today i saw him walking very different also it was take he was taking cortisone but it didn't work he seems also younger to me today. I really perceive a difference. I will tell any of his changing, but I feel inside my heart a peace that I did not feel yesterday. I was maybe too much worrying about him. Also for his age and because he has a suffering expression on his face. I'm very grateful for the, the session, above all, for the peace I feel inside now. It's like you did it to me. I'm looking forward to meeting you. I embrace you also for Moosh. Thank you. You know, I get these, I mean, I cry when I get these emails, Stephanie. I mean, because it changes lives, and we, we love our animals so much. And and you know that people will often do for their animals what they won't do for themselves. And I can tell you, over the years, 
we have people who have engaged in this work with their own pets and their own animals. And me, it's, I mean, I have horses, dogs, cats, aviaries, birds. I have a veterinarian, but mostly I don't have to have them come in. I do reconnective healing, and we just save a lot, a lot of money. You know, on and, and it's a lot healthier of a situation. It's a, it's an all natural thing. It's, it, it's well, a, yes. And, but, and you know, Emily's we, story is a great example. That surgery was going to be ten thousand dollars. A healing session. All uh, practitioners all charge different fees, but you know they they range in the, well, it depends on where a person is. But in Arizona, they're one hundred twenty dollars for a session. I mean, there's a big difference between ten thousand dollars and one twenty. But the other issue was the owner didn't want to spend that money. That horse would have died. Think about it. Yes. The, the owner did not want, if I heard it correctly. Well, not, not, didn't want to spend the money on the surgery, no. Right. right. So mostly, listen, that's a lot of people's realities, Stephanie. A lot of people, and, you know, we don't want to get all over horses because this works on all life. You know, I've got bird stories, lizards, I mean, all kinds of stories. But equine veterinarian care is extremely expensive, and sometimes it is not an option for people Sometimes people, there's no way that people can afford, you know, to do that. And a lot of, and even just veterinary care, period, it's very expensive. Sometimes it's not an option for people to spend thousands upon thousands well, thank of dollars. God. Yeah, thank God, you know, the frequencies are here. They're here to stay. And there is an option. And we are bringing that, that option to the forefront so that people can literally, excuse the pun, tap into the frequencies, if you will, and they should learn about it and become more proactive so that we can help the world change. And that's what it's all about. Like you said in the beginning of this show, Renee, it's all about evolution. And our next and it's very important that we close with people absolutely understanding that this isn't just about physical healing. Healing happens on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, in all levels. I mean, it's multidimensional. You know, it works in parallel. Reality is huge. It's, you know, there's another book called Solomon Speaks, which is a much more, oh, my goodness, that, that book is amazing. But that's the second book people should look at. It works on all levels. It's very important. We mostly heard about physical healings, but, you know, there's different components to healing. Yes, there are. And it's yeah. all the mind body spirit connection and we're down to the last minute of the show so renee again uh give out your contact information please because you are a very viable source for the animals the animals need you they are waiting and i know your phone is going going to be ringing off the hook after this show well my contact information is animals are waiting at msn.com that's my email my name is renee Coltson, that's C-O-L-T-S-O-N, and Stephanie, we discussed this. Yes, that's my real name. <laughs> I know. I didn't make it I up. Know. And, um, and www.thereconnection.com, you can find any of us through there, practitioner directory. You can read about the seminars. There's wonderful podcasts that you can listen to. On and on and on. There's no shortage of information that is accessible globally, for this work, be it a seminar that's coming up or finding a practitioner and 
Stephanie is a practitioner. She is also promoting Miami. She'll be there. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be in Miami this year. But, you know. How can I not be in Miami? I will I'll be definitely... in Germany. So <laughs> we're down 10 seconds. Either. I've got to go, Renee. Thank you so much. Love you a bunch. Big hug, Love you, kiss. Too. Thank ah, you so much. Until week, everybody. God bless you all. You've been listening to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy. You've just heard that alternatives to the sickness industry are alive and well, helping you to age younger. The Anti-Aging Clinic is located at 7200 West Commercial Boulevard in Lauder Hill, Florida. You can reach David and Stephanie at 954-742-4430. That phone number again is 954-742-4430. And you can learn more about them on their website, livelonger123.com. Join us every Wednesday and Friday at 1 o'clock for Aging Younger on 1040 WLVJ.